Okay, so this week's parashas, parashas Kairach, parashas Kairach talks about the uh, the fight that Kairach waged against. He he, he uh, instigated Klal Yisrael, not not Klal Yisrael, instigated a bunch of people in Klal Yisrael to to fight against Moshe Rabbeinu, and the fact that he appointed Aaron and his and his brother to be the Kohen Gadol, and he and he, until we know what happened to Kairach. He was eventually swallowed up. Him and his whole group were swallowed up in the ground. Couple other, a couple of interesting questions to ask, and the parsha will try to give an answer. I'll try to link everything together. Is that Karach, it said Rashi brings that Karach's Tainatum, one of the questions he asked to try to make light of Moshe Rabbeinu was, he said that uh, what talus shakule tchelas, talus that's fully made of tchelas, why in the world do you have to put tzitzis on it? It's all made of tchelos. Why should you have to put tchelos on it? That was one of his questions. He also said, if you have a house that's full of sfarim, why would you need to put a mezuzah on it? He's trying to show that the teachings of Moshe Rabbeinu, he said, don't make sense. That was what he was trying to say. But we know his really, Kairach's real agenda was that he, Chazal tell us he was jealous that, that Moshe Rabbeinu appointed other, other people to the positions of authority that he wanted. Um... And a couple other peculiar points in the, in the parsha that um, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, to, he got very angry, the Pasuk says, and he said to Hashem, I don't understand. I didn't take anything from them. I never took anything from these people. I never did anything bad to them. Why are they, why are they fighting with me? Why are they rejecting me? That's, why is that, how, is that, how does that play into, why is that relevant? To, 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 to what he's saying. And also, when Moshe Rabbeinu was mispala to Hashem, and he said, if, if, and he said, I, actually, I, I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu said to the people, actually, he said, this you're going to know that, I'm, that Hashem sent me to do all this, and I didn't do this for my own volition, because if, everyone's going to die in the way everybody else dies, then, and, and the words are, if and everyone will get to visit them, then Hashem didn't send me. However, in Bria Yivra Hashem, Hashem will create a new creation, and the earth will open up and swallow them, then you'll know that they're fighting with Hashem, they're not fighting with me. So the question is, how, why, how, why, why was this necessary? And what is the lesson from it? So, just, the Gemara says, the Gemara Nadarim says, if Kudas Kaladim Yipakan Aleim is referring to the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam, visiting sick people. So the Gemara says, it's saying that if, if they will get sick and go on their deathbed and people will be able to visit them, then you know, and they died in a normal manner, then lay Hashem Shlachan. But what, how, so what, how, how, do we, how do we put all, all of this together? So, Kairach's main Hisnagdos, his main enemy, his nemesis was Moshe Rabbeinu. And, and as a proxy to Moshe Rabbeinu, he attacked Aaron and he wanted to take over the Kuna Gadol. He complained about that. What's the characteristic of Moshe Rabbeinu? We know the Pasuk tells us in Pashas Malisk, we learned Moshe Rabbeinu, um, it was very special to Hashem. And we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was Anav Mikolad, he was the most humble person. Humility, we, dis- we discussed a few times, humility doesn't mean that Moshe Rabbeinu was, was a pushover or he, was, he, he didn't understand his real value. Humility means that Moshe Rabbeinu understood that his real value was based on the opportunities that Hashem gave him, the qualities that he had, and of course he utilized everything to its fullest, and he grew to be the greatest person that could be. 
But he didn't see in himself that's because of him. He saw that was because Hashem gave him those opportunities. That's what he could do. They didn't, and, and inherently, the fact, what he accomplished, he viewed it as something was, again, opportunities which he utilized. Not, and they didn't make him greater. And it's, of course it made him greater because he, he accomplished great things, but it wasn't because he was different that everyone else has opportunities to become as great as they can be as well. Just because I had opportunities doesn't mean I'm better than you. That's what Mishbena was saying. Kairach was, was, the, Kairach was, a, was a Balgaiva, was a, a holy person. A holy person thinks the value is inherently in himself, the opposite of Mishbena, right? So we find Kairach was upset when he didn't get Kirk was, Kirk was different than Moshe Rabbeinu. It was the opposite of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu said to Hashem, I'm very angry. Why am I angry? Because I never took anything from them. What do you mean I never took anything from them? I never took anything from them because, because I wasn't any better than them. My, my, my appointment was that my greatness was because what you gave me. Not, not, not because I'm better than them that I could take something from them. As opposed to Kirk. Kirk was, Kirk was was a Balgaiva who believed everything was about him. What does it mean everything's about him? If a person believes everything's about him, so he's willing to fight with everybody else because it's just, it's just him. No one else is really even important. No one else really even, almost doesn't even exist. And we see that, that in Karach's arguments to Moshe Rabbeinu, or against Moshe Rabbeinu, Atalas shekulet chelas, Atalas that's fully made of chelas, meaning all he sees is that one thing. He sees that the Atalas is full of chelas, and it does no, and, and so even, meaning, normally Atalas, is a, is a, is a baguette, and you attach tzitzis to it. He's saying, if you can have a talus that's all trelas, it's completely trelas. All you see is the trelas. There's nothing extraneous to it. Meaning, because if all you see is yourself, it's the same concept, the same same extremism of, that was kairach, was, was extremism, all he saw was himself. You also, all he saw is, if you see a talus, you don't need to put strings on it. Because that's all, if you see a house that's full of sperm, you don't have to look, put a mezuzah on it, because he was zoned in. Just like he was owned into the world, seeing the world as himself, he also was owned into seeing the world in, in, in sort of this, in, in sort of a concrete, I- extreme uh, manner. So, so we say, so what was Moshe Rabbeinu Mosbah? So that was the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and Karech. Karech was Balgaiva, and all he saw was himself, and everything was about himself. And Moshe Rabbeinu was an honor, and every, nothing was about him. Everything was about everybody else. Everyone was, all, everyone was striving only to do and to fulfill their, the, the most they could do with what they were given from Hashem. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu. As a matter of fact, Mogamara says, what did Karach see? Why did Karach assume that he was going to be successful? He, he, he set up a challenge over here against, Moshe, against Aaron, that his Ketaris would be accepted. He says because he saw that Shmuel Hanavi was going to come, come out of him, was going to descend from him. And therefore, he, he assumed he was going to survive. But in, in that very thing, you, you see the selfishness and you see the, the, the self-absorption of Karach because Karach had children. Karach already had children. He was, he was an older person with a family. And all he could see is that, oh, if there's, if there's going to be a descendant, it must be that he's going to survive. He already, his children could survive, not him. Why was he? Because, again, that was Karach's self-absorption as contrast to Moshe Rabbeinu. And that could be why, um, th- that's the explanation of, of what Moshe Rabbeinu said over here. Now you get this, is going to know, Keshem Shalachani. Why? Because if a person get if if these people get sick, and people come to visit them and the mevakechaylem, then you're going to know that I was wrong. Why? Because what what happens by bikechaylem? Bikechaylem means people are sick, other people come and they care for them and they're concerned about them. they're concerned about somebody else, not only focused on themselves. And not only that, the Gemara says that someone visits a sick person, he can take away a part of a part of the illness. And furthermore, the halacha is, the reason why we do Bikr Chaylam 
You go to the Bika Chalam to go and visit a sick person, and you should be mispal, you should daven for him, then he should get better. What is the, how do you daven for a sick person? What's the text of davening? The text of the davening is, you mispal for a chayla, amongst all the other sick people. So when you, when you go visiting a sick person, it's, it's an absolute manifestation of not being worried about yourself. It's really viewing it, seeing the, seeing the world as a place for other people as well. That's what Bikr Chalim is. So Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, if these people get sick, and people come to visit them when I come visit them, and that's how they die in a normal way, so you're going to see I'm wrong. It's not that Karach is just focused on himself and self-absorbed, and all he cares about himself, and the only thing he sees in the world is himself. He really, I'm wrong. I'm the one who's, 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 um, who's, who's twisting things. But what happened? No, but if Kayach really is absorbed, now he says the whole world is about him, what's Hashem going to do? Hashem is going to create a special downfall just for him. Because he believes the world is only for him. So Hashem will create a special downfall that he'll open up the whole and he'll be swallowed up alive in, into, 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 the, into, the, into the depths of the earth, him and his whole, his whole Eidah. So we, see, so we see, again, the contrast between Kairach and Moshe Rabbeinu is, is really a worldview. Is the world about you? Or is the world just a place that you function in and, and you could become the best you, you can, can be along with everybody else? So Moshe Rabbeinu understood. He was the Anam Adam. He was the most humble person. He was the most humble person because he was the most accomplished person. And even though he was the most accomplished person, he didn't ascribe the accomplishments they were because of him, but rather they were because of him seizing the opportunities that Hashem gave him. As opposed to Karach, Karach was a Karach was a Balgaiva, and he viewed the world as only being about him. And therefore, anybody who got in his way, he tried to trample them, and he was willing to fight about it. And that's true for for all of us. Every single one of us, we're, we're, all of us are in this world. We can choose to look at the world as 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 opportunities for ourselves, or we can choose to figure the world, to assume the world was created for us. And everybody else is just is just uh, in the way for us to get what we want. And obviously, we know we know whose side we, we want to choose. We prefer to be as close to be like Moshe Rabbeinu as possible. And and um, we shall have a, a great Shabbos. Amen. Amen.